it is a sign of fatigue after COVID. It will mean that I think with these new strong mayor powers, we're going to have to really make sure that the incumbent mayors that are running on growth, running on delivering, as yeah. as John Tory listed on housing, on transit, and other things, there'll be a real expectation that that better happen. Welcome back to the program. I'm Rubina Ahmed Huck, and this is the Alex Pearson Show. Well, the big story of today is the election results. We had elections across the province, across the country, uh, yesterday in the municipalities, and uh, there were some upsets. There were some not so surprising results. Uh, most people were expecting that Mayor John Tory would be reelected as Toronto's mayor, and that is what happened. Uh, but as you heard there in that montage, it was a very low voter turnout, uh, the lowest on record. And so there is voter fatigue. People are still tired from the pandemic. Uh, maybe people aren't as incentivized to come out and vote. What can we do to get uh, pe- more people to the ballot box? Because I know in some cases, uh, there were some winners just by just a few votes, 100 votes in some cases. So uh, that would have really made it if more people had come out and voted uh, for other candidates. It could have really um, tipped the scales for some of those uh, that were running. Uh, that just weren't able to get the people out to the ballot box. Uh, to break this down and the results uh, from last night, we're joined by Meyer uh, Simiataki. He's Professor Emeritus of Politics at Toronto Metropolitan University. Hi, Meyer. Good morning, Rubina. How are you? I'm great. How are Good. you doing? And I wanted to get uh, you know, your reaction. Uh, is there anything that really stood out to you from last night's election results anywhere here in the province? Yeah, I would say it was, uh, you know, for an election that we were told all along was boring and uninteresting uh, and a yawner, it turned out to be one of the most important elections in recent memory in Toronto. Um, you know, the starting point for that is to to recognize that the, the, the incredible turnover that we have on the new council compared with the old there uh, will be nine members of the next council who didn't serve on the last council. There's never been that much of a changing of the guard in terms of the elected representatives at uh, um, at, at City Hall. And then to, uh, I think, make it even more significant, uh, we've seen a big proportional rise in the number of visible minorities who will be serving on council and the number of women. So the next Toronto City Council will be younger. It will look more like the population of the city of Toronto, still nowhere near the reflection of the incredible uh, diversity of um, um, of uh, uh, of people by by place of origin and and uh, ancestry, but mm-hmm. uh, taking us far closer than we had ever been before. Uh, so you know, half the new members, if not more, are visible minorities. Half the new members, if not more, are women. So uh, you know, for a city council that for literally decades seemed like it was kind of stuck in the nineteen fifties. Uh, well, welcome to the 21st century. And, uh, you know, one of the, the standouts in this, not just the results of, uh, you know, of, of all the winners and losers, uh, but the fact that so few uh, Torontonians actually went out and cast their ballot. And that's really true across municipalities. That's not just a Toronto story. It's happening across the country. 
29% of eligible voters uh, cast their ballot last night. Uh, what's your reaction to that? What's going on? Why are we not feeling incentivized to get off the couch and go and, and do our civic duty? Oh boy, that's a, it's a it's a head scratcher. I mean, you know, to, to put it in some context, you know, we've seen a slide in voter turnout uh, across all levels of government, as as you've implied. Uh, you know, the most recent provincial election uh, uh, had the lowest turnout ever in Ontario history. It was stagnant, if not somewhat declined, in the last federal election. Other countries also are experiencing very low voter turnout. So, you know, what common denominators are there? What could explain this? You know, a number of factors. Um, you know, COVID, COVID isolated us. You know, we were for two years told to kind of not mingle, not mix, uh, stay on our own, mind our own business. Um, and, and, you know, that kind of daily life regime of not interacting with other people, being isolated, that's not good for democracy. Democracy requires kind of connectivity. The, 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 the pandemic imposed um, uh, uh, self-separation. Um, so, I, you know, I think that's a bit of a factor. Uh, obviously, people are kind of a, a bit a, a kind of off balance. I mean, between, um, between COVID, between inflation, between uh, a tumultuous kind of labor market where, you know, people are leaving jobs and they're, they're working in very different ways if they are from home, not from shared workplaces. Like, I, 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 I think we're all a bit unbalanced and, and kind of disconnected, and, and that doesn't augur well for, de- for democracy. And then the last piece of it, I think, is that there is a disillusionment with, with uh, go- existing government political institutions and mechanisms that people have less confidence in government and they have less confidence that their vote will make a difference and will matter. And this is where your opening comment about, you know, if, if, if just a few more percentage points uh, points of, of of eligible voters would have cast a ballot last night. We might very well have different results given how close some of those election campaigns were. So there are consequences to not voting. Is part of it also, you know, in the run up to this election specifically, uh, you know, we just kept hearing that John Tory was the front runner, Bonnie Crombie right. was the front runner, and then so people feel like, well, they've already got it in the bag. What's the point of me going out there and voting for anybody else or even learning about anybody else? Is part yeah. of that the problem that we don't we 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 paint the picture for the for the voters before the election days even come? No, that's a very that's a very good point, Rabina. That, that you know, we were told like the day the election was called, and every day between then and yesterday, the actual ballot, we were told, well, we know we know what the final score is going to be. We, we, like, like like you know, the the whole thing is sort of preordained and set. And it's true that a mayoral campaign can be the most significant variable and factor in, in, in determining voter turnout. You know, it, it, it's sometimes it, it can be hard, you know, it, it can be surprising and hard to recall that three elections ago, Toronto had a voter turnout of 60%. 60% when the candidates, when the choice was between John Tory, um, 
Doug Ford and Olivia Chow. When it was a three-way race between those three, uh, um, my math is going to fail, in 2014, we had a 60% voter turnout. Three elections later, it's, down, it's cut in half. Now, a lot of things have happened, but it includes uh, what was perceived to be a non-competitive mayoral race. But again, I, you know, I have to put that in some context. We have had cities yesterday that had very competitive election mayor races. I, I think, of course, of Hamilton. I think, of course, of uh, uh, Brampton, where it was perceived to be a very close campaign. It turned out not to be. Also, Vaughan, of course, and Ottawa. Th- those municipalities had very contested, competitive mayoral elections. I don't think their. I think their voting turnout declined also. So it seems like there's something weird in the water going on. Like we're in a moment where, (coughs) excuse me, where, um, you know, uh, 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 elections are failing to be the mechanism that taps into what people want from government and who they want governing them. So, So there's no question that we'd be in trouble if for the next four years we just did nothing about this. Meyer, thank you so much uh, for joining us today and breaking this all down. I think it's uh, you know a, a, a reminder for anyone who didn't vote yesterday to really get out there, especially with municipal elections, because they are the ones that are closest to us when it comes to the things that matter, uh, to get out there and vote for the people that we Absolutely. want in office. Thanks, Absolutely. Meyer. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. That's, okay, happy that's to That's Meyer Simia uh, Taki. He's Professor Emeritus of Politics at Toronto Metropolitan University. I'm Rabina Ahmed-Hawk, and this is The Alex Pearson Show.